Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel. It's Wednesday, June 5th, and I'm back today speaking about morning sickness, which is a mild form of hyperemesis gravidarum. Now, yesterday I went into a lot of detail on information regarding the entity and risk factors and addressing initial um, management. So I'll do a brief review today for anyone who didn't see yesterday's. So morning sickness is nausea with or without vomiting during predominantly the first trimester of pregnancy which is uh, less than or equal to 12 weeks. The majority of women who have morning sickness issues will be around four to five weeks. It tends to peak around nine weeks and it should usually go away or resolve or dissipate around 12 up to 14 weeks is fair game. Um, the risk factors for morning sickness or nausea vomiting of pregnancy are not very clear. We don't really know what causes it for most women, but we do know if someone's had a previous pregnancy with morning sickness, they're more likely to have subsequent pregnancies with the same problem. And it seems to stem from uh, the hormone pregnancy, HCG or human chorionic gonadotropin. So if someone has twins, triplets, or a higher order uh, pregnancy, they're much more common to have morning sickness than someone who just has a single one baby in the uterus. Um, women with morning sickness will most commonly have the symptoms of nausea plus or minus vomiting first thing in the morning, so upon rising, that's why it's called morning sickness, but uh, most women will notice that they have symptoms randomly throughout the day. Uh, common ways to address or to uh, mitigate, mitigate or to decrease the symptoms are to keep a little bit of food in the stomach throughout the day, so saltine crackers are classic. Oyster crackers will also be helpful. I like the saltine crackers because the salt helps maintain the blood pressure. And if you just take a little nibble of the cracker every 20-30 minutes throughout the day, so pretty much in an hour you might go through one cracker. Just keeping a little bit of food in the stomach throughout the day works the best. Uh, people do tend to find that if they get really hungry or if they get really full, then that tends to make their nausea worse and they will usually vomit. I recommend uh, that my patients separate liquids from solids. For some reason, the sloshing of the liquid in the stomach with food tends to be a problem that makes most women more nauseated. And foods that taste really good, so really spicy foods or really sweet foods or really rich, heavy foods tend to cause nausea with or without vomiting also. Uh, common treatments uh, that work really well is room temperature ginger ale or uh, room temperature ginger tea. It's easy to make ginger tea and that's always the best. It seems like it's a little bit more potent. Uh, and I stated yesterday how to do it. I'll state it again today. It's pretty simple. You just shred uh, some ginger root in a cheesecloth, tie it with a string, 
boil it, steep it for about 20 minutes, and then you add to that um, ginger water that you've made, you add a little bit of honey, some pink Himalayan salt, and uh, lemon juice to flavor. Some people will add cinnamon. The cinnamon really helps it. It makes it kind of comfy like a, a fall or pumpkin type of drink. Um, so if you do that, you can sip it warm. A lot of people like to sip it just throughout the day, so it's cool. Put it in a bottle, carry it with you, just take little sips throughout the day. That works really, really well. Uh, other m ways to manage nausea, vomiting, or morning sickness is to get a diffuser and then aromatize uh, oil drops of either ginger, peppermint, spearmint, or lavender. You can combine them if you like or you can just do them separately and then you can diffuse that throughout the air um, throughout the day and the evening. Uh, another mechanism is to just put a few drops on a handkerchief and sniff that throughout the day. That works really well also. Um, <clears throat> if someone tries all of those techniques and they're still having nausea, not so much of an issue, but they're still having vomiting, then um, oh, and I want to add one other thing. Um, for some people, it works really well to do the acupuncture press pulp, um, pressure points. So you can get those online or at most maternity stores. They're the little bracelets for nausea, um, and they have the little pressure points at the wrist. That helps some women, not all, but it's worth uh, it's worth a shot. Uh, now, if the not so much nausea. Um, but if the vomiting becomes a problem, you can try to see if there's patterns throughout the day. So for most women, if they simply just sip liquids throughout the morning and then try not to eat anything until after one or two o'clock in the afternoon, that works really well. And then not to eat a lot, just to eat a little bit of bland, usually dry or not too savory food works really well. You can experiment with that and see which foods work okay and which ones don't, what types of quantities and what combinations work well, uh, and then what times of day, because some women find that it's really just certain times of day they have issues, and if they avoid those times of days for eating solid foods, they're fine. Another technique that works well when someone comes to the hospital because they are <clears throat> not so much vomiting, <clears throat> which is having a lot of issues with, uh, not so much nausea, but a lot of issues with vomiting, where they're getting dehydrated. Um, before that, I tell people to also try sports drinks. If they're getting dehydrated, they're feeling lightheaded or dizzy, then a good option is if they don't want to do the ginger with the pink Himalayan salt and the honey, because that gives you electrolytes and um, sugar you can just buy a sports drink and drink that at room temperature, Gatorade, Powerade, Pedialyte, all of those will work well also. If someone comes to the hospital because they just can't tolerate taking any liquids, they're dehydrated, they're weak, uh, we give them IV fluids, and of course that has salts and sugars uh, and volume to maintain their blood pressure so they're not lightheaded and dizzy. Uh, but what we do is we send them out not and ask them not to take any solid food to only have clear liquids and i tell patients or i've told them in the past when i discharge them from the hospital to only have clear liquids for a solid week and that gives their stomach a rest 
Uh, I also tell them if because water has been an issue for a lot of people if they really feel they just can't drink anything to get a cup of ice chips or just ice and just suck on the ice a little bit at a time that gives them fluids um, if you have an ice cube tray that's going to be the best thing to do because you can make that ginger drink that I mentioned earlier pour it in an ice cube tray and then freeze that uh, you can do what we used to do when we were kids by little popsicle sticks and then you can put those in the cubes and you can suck on those like a popsicle or if you have an ice pick you can crush them up put it in a cup and then just take little ice chips of the ginger with the salt and the honey that works really really well because it gives you just teeny little drips like an IV drip almost teeny little drips of fluids but it also has the ginger with the salts and the sugars to help maintain decrease the nausea help maintain your blood sugar um, decrease um, the lightheaded and the lethargic and the fatigue and weakness sensation so I tell people to only drink clear liquids to do those ice chips to make the ice chips um, for a solid week and then clear liquids would also be if you've done the chips for a day or two you can graduate to a bouillon or a clear broth so anything you can see through is a clear liquid a bouillon or a clear broth and then after a week if you're feeling pretty good then you go to full liquids full liquids are things that are liquid but they're not clear so that would be regular soups jello um, that's pretty much it, regular soups and jello. Uh, and then for a week of that, and then the third week, you can graduate to soft foods or solid foods, depending on how you feel. A soft food would be jello or pudding, and then regular foods is anything that's just a bland, regular food, not too savory, not too sweet, not too spicy, or that might kick things off again. So um, I hope that's been helpful information on morning sickness or um, nausea vomiting of pregnancy because you can have it throughout the day. I'll come back tomorrow and continue this uh, line of presentation. Thank you for watching GYN Corner. Check out the YouTube channel also. It's called GYN Corner. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner all things health related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.